Welcome to Characters in Class, where we roll up D&D characters without prior planning or forethought. And that's our catchphrase. I'm Colin Carlton, and who are you? And I'm Matthew Villian. That's right. And tonight, we're going to do some rolling and making some of those characters, just like we always do. It's a plain old normal episode. It's funny, I just, how long has the goblin been behind you? Oh, since you gave it to me. That's funny because we've uh, we've recorded a couple episodes since that one has been handed over, and I'm only just now noticing that you have the stuffed the goblin. Pathfinder goblin that has been sitting in my office for almost a year. That was sent to us by one of our players in another campaign. Yep. And yeah. I finally delivered it. He's just chilling back there in the shadows. Yeah, good luck. And what's funny is the one that I haven't out of all of the goblins that I was given. We have a friend lives in new york sent them all to me massachusetts is bigger than it looks on a map i was really lazy about delivering them but the only one i haven't delivered is to our friend who lives probably three quarters of a mile away from me because i'm an ass which is hilarious it's it's actually very me like oh if, yeah if, for sure if, if if it's if it's a really impossible difficult task i'll get it out of the way immediately because i don't want it to like sitting there hanging over my head if it's like you got to go to CVS. It might take me six months to get there. So, <clears throat> I mean, you could almost step out of your house and throw it. At this point, I, I could definitely walk it there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I not, mean, not right now. It's, no, 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 it's, it's approximately 7,000 degrees outside. But it's, <laughs> you might not make it if you walk there. No, today. It's an armpit out there. I mean, like the, 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 the goblin would set on fire before it got there. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Uh, we do it? Yeah. You, yeah. Let's go for it. You want to roll first? Or you want me to? uh i'll roll i'll roll yeah I, I think i rolled first last time so yeah i think so too uh as a reminder we are rolling 46 and dropping the lowest to get our ability score stats and we'll right, see what happens that. maybe we won't roll like shit tonight it's been uh, dramatically unimpressive the past couple of episodes this has been kind of funny Yep. We have not, sure we have not had any, we have not had any, had any like uh, uh, the first, when we first started the show that we rolled up a lot of characters where if a player showed up to one of my campaigns with it and told me they rolled those, it'd be like, yeah, sure you did. That's fine. You know, uh -huh. whatever. Lately, we've been rolling up characters that if somebody showed up with them, I'd say, you can, you can re-roll if you want to, kid. It's okay. <laughs> Take another shot at that. If you really want to, you could totally re-roll. Okay. Number one. 11. Okay. Fourteen. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, 16. Okay. 12. Not bad. 13. Oh. 14. Wow. Okay. So the dice gods giveth, the dice gods taketh away. Um, you have 11, 12, 13, two 14s, and a 16. There we go. See, this, we're hot again. Yeah. That's one of those ones where I was like, yeah, sure, you rolled two 14s and a 16. Sure, you did. Okay. Yeah. And then that 11's in there just to make it look real. 
Yeah, I do have one without a modifier, you know. That's when you get I, the question wrong on the test intentionally. So intentionally. <laughs> See, I got a 10 or an 11. I was going to say, if, if we had one more week like we've been having, we should just change it from characters in class to 10s and 11s. Because <laughs> we weren't even rolling negative stats. We were just rolling all like, like boring stats, like across the board. So. Across the freaking board. All right, let's see what I get. Let's see if I can match it. That's just flying off the table. Um, uh, 13. Okay. 15. Okay. 13. Here we go. <laughs> 16. Okay. Uh, 11. <laughs> yep, just to make sure it looks real. And I got one more, right? Yep. All right. And oh, here we go. Here's the nine. Okay, there we go. So you okay. have nine, 11, two 13s, 15, and a 16. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> How do you feel about that? Honestly, this is my favorite kind of uh, this is my favorite stat spread. I like one that I can with depending on what what species I pick, get it up to an eighteen. Yep. I love having an extra one that I can bump up to sixteen just for kicks. A couple of plus ones, one dump stat, and one mediocre one. Like that is my dream lineup right there. So you know what I did? I, think... I switched back. I switched back to the first set of dice I was using for this show for ages tonight because i left my new fun ones in the other room oh see there you go i got i went back to i went back to where all where it all began you went back to it yeah i have not made a ranger on this show yet have i i don't believe so i don't think i've made a ranger i haven't made i think the two that i haven't made a ranger actually i think ranger barbarian and artificer are the only ones i haven't made any yet You know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to let the dice decide my species and my class. That's fun. So I'm going to roll a d20, and I'm going to see what I get. I'm just going to go straight down the line on my character, mm -hmm. my species availability. Well, I, 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 I'm setting my pen down, and I want to listen to how this turns out for you. Let's see. Okay, so I got a 13. Okay. Uh, and that's for so, a species or class? Uh, species. So I'm going to species okay. first. Uh, so let's Terrifyingly, see. I could have told you off the top of my head what class a 13 would be. What do you think it is? <laughs> oh, if, if you're going in alphabetical order, 13 would be a wizard. Okay. But, I have no, but I have no idea what, a, what 13 is in species. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, let's find out. Um, we'll test, my, we'll test my math skills for the second roll. <laughs> it's a fairy. Fairy, you already done a fairy. I did already do a fairy, but that's so okay. We're doing a second one, yeah, yeah. And then let's see how many classes we got here. I believe there's 13 total, maybe 12. Yeah, you're right, 13. 13, yep. 
There are 12 um, and then they added the artificer. Are you artificer or artificer? I think we had that whole conversation when we made an artificer. Yeah. And I think I think we decided we could do whatever we wanted. I, I exchanged back adults. and forth. I, I copy what the other person says in the conversation. Yeah. To make them comfortable. Um, let's see. I guess, man, I don't really have like a D13. I guess I'll just roll a D20 if it goes over at all. Roll a D20 and or roll two roll um could roll two D6s. Oh, that's true. And then you're just excluding either a one, a, a one or a. Have you made multiples of any other classes? Hmm. I don't know off the top of my head. Probably. Yeah, roll. I, I'd say roll a D. I mean, you really, you get a pretty good chance of just roll a D20 until you get one of the numbers that. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> 15. That's 15. That's and I don't roll again. <laughs> okay, three. Bard. Three. Uh, bard. Artificer, Barbarian, Bard. Yep. Okay. See. <laughs> okay. So you're playing a. a Man, that's some Fae bullshit right there. Yep. That is some serious Fae bullshit right there. Um, all right. What am I? All right. So I have to, I'm of two minds. Okay. I could do a Ranger, which I haven't done. Possibly an Elf have, Ranger? It, possibly an Elf Ranger. Well, I was going to. So, um, there's, I always do that thing where like the it, messing around with stat blocks with, um, like, with the, like with a half elf, you get the plus two and two plus ones. And then I've right. got, I, that could give me an 18, an 18, a 16, and a 14 if I, if I do a half elf, anything. Um, alternately, um, I haven't done a barbarian before either. Actually, oh, you haven't you know done what? a barbarian. No, you know, I'm looking at see, and when in doubt, I think I've said this like ten times on the show before. When in doubt, I'll think of a of a, something I've painted recently. Yeah, and do a character of it. And I actually have it's a it's a Reaper Bones mini, and it is the buffest elf you've ever seen. Like this is <laughs> this is like the breaking the stereotype um, buff female elf. Or female presenting elf barbarian clearly a barbarian like big axe you know like it's the it's and it's just so out of character for it i'm going to make that um i'm gonna make a i'm gonna make a an elf an elf barbarian and i'm and i'm going to even plan for her to be um oh, the, oh god what's the path of the path of the wild path of wild magic the fey uh yeah fey wild barbarian like, I mean, that we wouldn't do that during this particular episode because we don't go to three usually, but like that would actually be my game plan. So I'm going to take a look at the rules for that and see if there's any benefit to putting some points in charisma or something like that. Because I think there might be, but all right. That's cool. I'm definitely doing elf. I'm going to, I'm just building, I'm building, I'm building this mini into a, into a character. Um, always a good, always a fun question though. What kind of elf? Yeah, you know, the whole elf thing is kind of funny, especially when you get into picking what sort of elf world you believe in. Mm -hmm. Like, is it Tolkien? Yeah. Is it is it more real world where elves were like a real pain in the ass? You know, <laughs> I and 
I kind of like, I like scary elves. Like I like yeah. elves. If I'm going to, when I do world building, not like, I mean, Tolkien's elves could be kind of scary because they were immortal and dangerous, but like, I kind of like the edge of unpredictability as creatures of chaos, but they've got a veneer of civility. Yeah. Because they are these long lived humanoids there, but it's almost like, at a certain point, if you're that old and that smart, you are just inherently dangerous, <laughs> you know, like by nature, um, capricious, you know? Yeah. And um, and I don't really, I don't get deep into like the, what kind of elf uh, do you want? What, you know, like what, uh, like, oh, what elves are like this and the dark elves like that. I kind of like, what I end up looking around is like what the, what the, the, the flavor is for it. Like if there's anything fun with, um, I love making, one of my favorite elf sub uh, sub races or subspecies um, is the wild mount one, the pallet elf. Uh huh. Because they just get some just fun little things. They that like the incisive sense and stuff. Um, they're they're just they're um, ultra perceptive. They've got a couple of not particularly crazy overpowered spells that they start off with. Um, I'm a big fan of those. A lot of the that latter- CR stuff seems like it's a lot of fun to play. Yeah, uh, I love the the. I don't think I've made a non. I forget the name of the halfling. Lotus Den. Yeah, the Lotus Den halfling. I don't think I've not made a not Lotus Den halfling since the book came out. Like I, I really like the sub races that they put into that book. I think that was um, one of the first ones you made on here. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think I might. I think the the very first, my little monk. Yeah, the my, yeah, my the little, dippy, the... Matthew McConaughey monk. Uh, yeah, was the, a, flower, was a the flower guy. Yeah. Um, I I really like the 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 subspecies that they put in there. But um for this though, I would probably lean into which one feels more um <laughs> honestly more dangerous because a barbarian elf is gonna be a little edgy, you know. Now, would you would you have this monk be buff? like how barbarians typically are 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 you of the mindset that superman doesn't have to have muscles because he's from a different planet and his strength is from the sun i actually what i would do and visual are you talking visually or are you talking stat block wise visually visually yeah oh no i i would love to build an elf and i'm going to i'm going to build an elf barbarian that is built like a brick shit house because so that's jacked. not what you, that's not what you expect from an elf and it's going to like be a little it's breaking expectations it's going uh-huh. to be the female elf tall broad-shouldered defined muscles and a little intimidating in terms of just overall presence like it's like like you would expect a barbarian to be but not like an uh-huh. elf would you'd expect it to be i'm torn between um, there's not a lot of there's a lot kind of a lot of stuff that you never use with wood elves but that extra five feet of movement is a lot of fun yeah especially with a barbarian because you because you're you're already fast as a barbarian that is out of that but then i've also like a ladrons because they've got the teleportation ability and if it's going to be if this is this is going to be a fey magic barbarian maybe in a, a ladron maybe an ladron is the way to go there and you know I've never actually played a barbarian, but I've built a couple on here and I really like how they build out. Yeah. 
you know, I'm going to lean in as much as I, I actually, I like that extra five feet of movement for a wood elf. Uh-huh. Um, I'm just looking at what their little abilities are. And they all, all elves have proficiency in perception, dark vision, fey ancestry, which is that charm and sleep ability, the trance ability, and allowed them to get face step. As a bonus action, you can teleport 30 feet to an unoccupied space. And nice. at third level, you get something that's based on what season you are, so winter, spring, summer, or autumn. Oh, that's a lot of fun to play with, with a barbarian. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna do that. I I I usually <laughs> I thoroughly like tinkering with um expectations on or not with expectations. Ever since we built Stoat and Ichio, uh-huh. I have been addicted to making ca- characters that are as fast as humanly possible. <laughs> it's fun. Like, like it's just fun like extremely mobile characters make me very happy uh-huh. <laughs> so um but this with the ability to do some face step b- bopping around that actually might help me with the and barbarians already eventually get uh increased speed anyway so she could be pretty pretty quick this one so yeah um all right so i'm doing an aladrin i'm not going to specify what uh, you're allowed to change your season two but i think this one's probably going this is probably by default a summer aladrin because that's the um <laughs> summer personality traits you believe that direct confrontation is the best way to solve problems overwhelming force can accomplish almost anything the tougher the problem the more force you apply she's a summer aladrin this <laughs> has been determined she's a summer aladrin um and other than that, it's the usual elf stuff, the uh the the the, the um, keen senses and uh the ability to avoid charm spells and stuff. What about um any any are you t- messing around with the um with the fairy stuff? Messing oh, yeah. around with the fairy stuff. That's some fey bullshit right there. Are you messing around with the fairy stuff? I'm I'm fucking around and I'm about to find out. Um <laughs> uh, okay, so ability score wise, um I wanted I miss being so high with my dexterity since mm-hmm. my first character was a elf fighter and everybody since then has been, well, not the monk I'm currently playing, but uh, a lot of the characters I've played since then have been very kind of slow or chonky or old or whatever. Is there, in your opinion, and actually I love the, the like I have existed through, I've at least tinkered with almost every edition except for fourth. Uh-huh. and i've played pathfinder and all those other things i i have seen different skills get more used than others as someone who's only played 5e and mostly played with the same gang of folks what do you think of like what is your what is your like this is the thing that i miss it when i don't have it is it dexterity like what's your yeah. favorite yeah, like absolutely the ability to just not be hit <laughs> <laughs> at a certain I, point i kind of miss and it's funny because I don't build them that, that often, but like it used to like you almost never see people playing full plate characters anymore with fifth edition. Yeah. And like, I will say, like, having a ton of hit points is also nice mm-hmm. to just be able to get walloped on and still be standing. But when man, when your AC is so high, <laughs> yeah, that that whoever you're fighting has to roll 
really well to actually hit you, especially after a certain level. Mm-hmm. Man, that there's nothing quite like that because I don't necessarily care about failing intelligence saves or wisdom saves or stuff like that, even though I know that kind of sucks, but it furthers the story a lot. Yeah. Like it's, and I, and it depends on the DM you're playing with. Um, but I, I love a DM that lets you fail forward. Yeah. Like let that. And even if you, if you fail and something bad happens, but make it worth happening as opposed to like, uh, it didn't happen. Like if you, I, everybody I play with the minute that they have to climb something, I see them look right through the camera at me. Like, you're going to make me roll an athletics or an acrobatics check. I'm like, yes, I am. But I don't punish you for it. It's purely for entertainment purposes, you know, like give me this one thing. But, but all of that kind of goes out the door when you're taking damage, right? Like, yep. forget making choices for fun. Stop hitting me, please. <laughs> well, and, you know, quick side note. If anybody's listening to this but doesn't listen to Critical Role, check out the small four-part episode of Exandria Unlimited Calamity. Mm. And then quickly follow that up with the wrap-up episode where they all talk about what happened in it and how everything played out. Because the, the, the historical facts that they had to hit in that episode as like landmarks Mm -hmm. had to be hit at a certain point and some of the dice rolls made it easier for the gm to get there and some of the dice rolls made it harder for him to get there (laughs) and it is really worth listening to those four episodes which are by themselves astounding and then Mm -hmm. listening to that wrap up to see how it kind of happened from both sides total tangent there but absolutely well worth anybody's time who has about what 20 hours to burn (laughs) (laughs) i think it was i think it was a full you know what i I, i've tried to talk people into watching that and it's one thing to ask somebody to watch like a full season of nad pod which is like 100 hours or or like the full season of critical role which is like 300 hours but like 20 20 hours is one tv season like not maybe not netflix season but that's like that's like a season of like network tv so it's like it's You know, you watch it an hour at a time, just like a TV show, and it's worth it. And that one, yeah. And using the dice as a storytelling tool, I don't think anybody's done it as well as they did in that. But no, I don't um, think so either. Um, but anyway, so uh, I don't care about strength, and it's a fairy, so I put my lowest stat there, which is a eleven. Uh-huh. Um, dexterity, I put my sixteen in there, but I used one of my plus ones to make that mm-hmm. a seventeen. Constitution's 14, Intelligence is 12, Wisdom's 13, Charisma I dumped my 14 into, and then I used my plus two to crank that up to a 16. Mm. So I got a 17 in Dex and a 16 in Charisma, which is not bad for a little bard. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. And then I took uh, Charisma for my fairy magic. Uh-huh and did you know it lets you choose that i don't know if it's done Uh, that or if that's a new thing it's an it's not new for fairies it's new for other for older the mordenkainen's rules updated that it used to be like tieflings only used charisma high elves only used intelligence like it used to be it used to be prescriptive that's Um, what i was wondering 
uh, but fairies were made after those rules were changed. So fairies have always been able to pick what they what they wanted to eat, what they used. To, um, uh, Heron gone too were able to do that um, with their stuff. But and I actually like that because one of the things like, well, you'll never make a high elf cleric because you got to use your intelligence spell casting for the cantrip they get. Like it's right. Um, I love the ability to like. I was borderline tempted to do a, a high elf uh, barbarian right now just for comedy's sake. <laughs> but i actually but reading the description for summer aladdin i'm like no this this elf is very angry <laughs> this is this is a weapon that, that is pointed oh. at people mad elf yeah angry elf um all right here's so thought yes Okay, so we just did your stats i'm throwing out my stats here uh definitely going to be a strength based bar i mean i know people have made dexterity barbarians work i'm going to go with strength really leaning on the rage do throw my 16 there add the plus two because we're we also use the tasha's rules of being able to put your stats wherever you want to yep um i'm putting the 15 in constitution and i've got two 13s one of the other 13s is going to go into dexterity because that really helps the barbarian do I throw that other plus one into con and get a 16 and really stack up some hit points or do, or do I throw it into dexterity um, and bump up her AC? Um, you know what? I just answered my own question because it's something that people forget all the time. Barbarians can use medium armor and still rage. It's a, you only start losing a lot of your benefits if you use heavy armor. Got it. Um, and if you can get your dexterity to 14, you can get the most out of a, like that one, the, the, the holy grail of not magic armor is the breastplate. There's no, which is funny to me, like it's, forget about plate mail. If you can get a breastplate, you can get really good AC. I think it's 16 plus your dex. If I'm, no, it's 14 plus your dex, if I'm remembering right. Um, and it doesn't give you any negatives for your stealth so like you can you can you can spend like 10 levels in a breastplate and be good to go uh -huh. um so i'm gonna give her the 14 index just in case she decides to wear armor instead of going with unarmored um it's not unarmored defense of the monk the other one the, the barbarian version of unarmored defense where you, if you wear, don't wear armor you've got so i'm actually gonna i'm gonna give her 14 so it'll be sort of point and then the other thing is i got the other 13 do I lean in on the Fey and stick the 13 in Charisma? Or do I put it into Wisdom and make it sort of like the nature kind of thing? Her nine is going in Intelligence. Oh. Hmm. And I will say something that I'm always aware of when building Barbarians is DMs love to cast Charm Spells on Barbarians. This is me metagaming because I DM too much. Um, and no, nothing, you're right. Nothing fucks your party <laughs> like your barbarian getting charmed <laughs> so um yeah i would i mean you know knowing what you know i would do that yeah i actually think i think and you know there's something to be said i also checked i i looked ahead i i, I cheated i looked at i looked at the uh path of the wild magic barbarian and um the spellish type abilities that they have uh use your your constitution modifier not your charisma unlike most oh. fade bullshit so i'm i'm actually going to so i don't have to worry about charisma too much so i'm going to put the 11 in charisma 13 in wisdom to give her at least a plus one there so it'll be 
16, 13, 15, 9, 13, 11, and then it'll be 18. I'll bump uh, strength up to 18 and dex up to 14. And what I'll end up doing down the line is when I start throwing stat boost stuff into things, it'll be into constitution, I think. Now, it'd be interesting to know if you did play this character, if the jig would be up soon after they realized they couldn't charm you. Well, it's only a plus one. So it's not, there's still going to be, she's still going to be pretty vulnerable to getting charmed, but it's, I just wouldn't, I think, I think for comedy's sake, a lot of people will put some serious dump statage into wisdom and intelligence and barbarian. I'm just a big idiot who hits things. Yeah. And then I get charmed and I get, and I kill my party. So I just want her to be just wise enough to not be failing her saves there, you know? Um, I need to check. Some, I'm going to, it's funny. It's, I haven't built a barbarian on the show yet and I love them. It's one of my favorite classes. Yeah. I'm telling you, um, I, I had a lot of fun. Every time I, every time I make a barbarian, I have a ton of fun. So here's a funny thing. I'm, I'm changing my mind on my stat what, uh, game in, gaming there. Okay. Because unarmored defense, which is not which is not the monk one, but the barbarian one, it's when you're not wearing armor, your AC is 10 plus your dex plus your constitution modifier. And you can use a shield with this. So no matter where I put it, dex or con, I'm going to get a plus one to my AC. And if this barbarian is going to be taking hits on the front line, then the um, she'll get the same AC bonus, but an extra hit point per level if I put the put the con as a 16. So I'm going to do 13 in dex, 16 in con. And yeah. if I have a chance down the line to throw some dexterity, if I if I get some points left over, I might bump my my uh, dexterity. But yeah, that's what I'm going to do there. So I'm swapping my stats around there. Um, by the way, um, actually, since we talked about stats, we, we didn't talk about class abilities yet, and I have it open on my screen. Um, Barbarians at level one. You get 12 D12 hit points. You get two proficiencies. Light armor, medium armor, shields, simple martial weapons, strength and constitution saving throws. Um, and then you get to pick two from animal handling, athletics, intimidation, nature, perception, and survival. She already got perception being an elf. I am really tempted to give her intimidation. Instead, uh, athletics oh. and intimidation. This, actually, intimidation would be like this would be the question I would ask the DM before I made this character finalized is would you let me use strength for intimidation, which a lot of DMs will do? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty fair. Yeah, like a lot. I, I do it for any of my, if they, it, only intimidation for instead of charisma. Yeah. Um, because you can kind of muscle your way in and scare people. I think maybe intimidation might be her tactic. I had survival, but I'm going to do, I'm going to do intimidation for fun. I think so you're building skills, a pretty solid barbarian there. I'm going, it's very classic. I actually think I'm building a very straightforward barbarian. And the thing that's weird about her is that she does not look like, like it breaks expectations. Oh, I'm going to, I'm playing an elf. What's his name? Well, her name is, oh, okay. So you're playing, I bet you're playing a wizard or a cleric. And then you show up with a six foot one barbarian. Yeah. With, who's, it's like with pointy ears is what's going to happen. So <laughs> what did you do for, um, uh, for your skills with the, uh, on the bard side? Uh, okay, so proficiencies. Um, picked up a dulcimer, pan flute, regular flute, uh, arcana, nature, and performance. Mm -hmm. And did I talk about the ones that I picked up with race? I don't remember. Yeah, no, I did. I'm good. Yeah, because that was my that was my charisma for the fey magic. 
Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yep. So we're good there. Um, spells. You know, I think so. The last time I made a bard, I didn't make him very attacky. I just made him very, uh, very minstrelly. So I think this time I'm going to make, because fairies can be dicks, <laughs> I'm almost exclusively going to pick like the most attacky spells I can grab, which, okay, so let's pick up, um, let's do Thunderclap for a cantrip. What do you think, True Strike or Blade Ward? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to metagame on your behalf. True Strike has never worked out for any player that I've ever seen use it. You know what? That's right. Because I took it. It it didn't even work for Renan. Nope, it didn't even work for Renan. I dropped that one. And Blade Ward takes an action, so you wouldn't get to attack with Blade Ward up, but at least you'd have it there. I only know that because it's one of those spells that's underused, but they just gave it as a free spell, as a bonus action to the new Earth Genasi. which Which actually makes a spell that isn't particularly cool really cool for one one particular species but um but if you're not planning on attacking and casting blade ward could be a very god a fairy with blade ward like like he's just made of he's just made of thorns like what a yeah, yeah. that's like that is a mean little bard actually if you give that's what blade i'm making ward. i'm making i'm making a tiny little dick tiny <laughs> little mean fairy. um i'll take bane because i really like bane bane's a great it really is uh oh should i make this should i give this tiny little fairy earth trimmer yes <laughs> okay done. yes uh silvery barbs i haven't used that one but i've heard it and i like it that one i again referencing um uh critical role specifically but i haven't i haven't seen other shows doing it i'm sure i listened to it I, and we talked about that show we talk about that show a lot but it, i have to tell people i listen to a crap ton of actual plays like more than more than i watch tv i listen to actual plays yeah and i don't really know every, how you find the time actually I, when i run oh that's i'm, I'm running I'm, I'm running an hour to 90 minutes a day so i actually can listen to like a ton of that's the, yeah I, it, and walking the dog like i don't sit here and listen to it at my desk i'm usually out doing but um yeah, I, I feel I feel two hours a day of like being on a sidewalk somewhere. So I definitely have to do something. Um, but Silvery Barbs, every time I see it on a show, I'm like, oh, sweet Christmas. I don't want to I don't want to deal with this when my players discover this because this, this spell is a pain in the ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's cool. It's almost like a reverse bless. Yes, exactly. Um, That's, I, that feels like what they were thinking when they came up with it. Yeah, it. it I think if I'm understanding it correctly, it sort of fills in the gap. Like instead of bless, it does the opposite. Like it, it, it covers the stuff that bless doesn't cover or something like that or, mm-hmm. or um, something like that. So it's kind of, it's a way of manipulating fate, which is fun for a fairy. And man, you are just picking any spell that has a sound in, in the name that sounds ouchy. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm doing. So I'm going to round it out with Thunder Wave because I love Thunder Wave too. Yeah, Thunder, yeah, Thunderwave. I don't think I've taken, I've built a bard without Thunderwave because Thunderwave is the get away from me, please spell. 
So I actually like how how this this fairy is coming together because high decks, so they're hard to hit, mm-hmm. maneuverable, and with a lot of like big bang spells that have a large area of effect, typically, mm-hmm. or at least for some of them. But I like the the like tiny but packs a big punch aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah, this is, and I just love, and you obviously you're making him as small as possible, right? Yep, <laughs> absolutely as small as possible. Um, all right, background. It's I'm so I'm I'm leaning hard into this. It's either Faye or Outlander. Uh, the ones I was thinking of. There's always I love. I love um Fae Lost is one of my favorite backgrounds, but this doesn't work because she's from the Fae Wild and knows it. So she's not Fae Lost. Uh-huh. She's Fae, she um She's Fae Found. She's Fae Found. Far Traveler uh is an option. I always like Far Traveler. Far Traveler is great. Um Athlete. Uh Athlete's not quite what I'm looking for. Outlander. Outlander has the Wanderer stuff that's fun. That's the other one that's fun with uh, the Folk Hero. Yeah. Folk Hero might fit. You know, I almost never take Folk Hero, mostly because I don't want the character... I, I almost never want to build a character who is known. Yeah. And Folk Hero... Folk Hero and Noble kind of... I have, in my old age, started to like designing characters with a noble background because you can kind of have them circumvent the tropes you know and have them be like the second son who doesn't actually believe in the his evil capitalist family or something like that like you can kind of mess with that like yeah i've gotten really fond of the the noble background but being not being anti-noble um folk hero always kind of feels like a little almost like two on the nose for it but i think with this one like maybe she's just this big old warrior who's wandered the Feywild and like she kind of helps people out where she goes and she's got a temper, but like here you go, you got to go get the, you know, go get so and so. I'm coming up with a name, you know, like that. We're dealing with we're dealing with some high some highly aggressive goblin situation here. Go get her. Um, <laughs> and on top of that. And I always, because I, I always feel like the backgrounds are suggestions that you can kind of mess, you can mess with, you don't have to stick directly to it, but I like to look at what skills they come with. And that comes with animal handling, survival, and land vehicles. And I wanted to take survival anyway. Animal handling, maybe she's got some fey horse or something like that, that that she's attached to. And land vehicles never goes never goes to waste if you're in a campaign that does overland and then you get to choose right. artisans tools yeah i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with uh folk hero and what what could, what would you what would what, what would what would strike you as either surprising or super expected for an artisan's tools for a barbarian folk hero wood carving uh Boy, artisan tools for this person. Alchemist, brewer, calligrapher, carpenter, cartographer, cobbler, cook, 
glass blower, jeweler, leather worker, mason, painter, potter, smith, tinker, weaver, wood carver. Would you decide on the background? I'm going with folk hero. It's funny. I never, I've only had one or two players really lean in on the artisan's tools and, um, but I feel like there's a lot of fun to be had, like a lot of like character stuff to be, to be had with it. Well, I kind of, man, I mean, cartographers fun, just in the fact that like, I don't think anybody ever takes it. So it might be kind of unique. I don't necessarily know how to fit it in with your character. I, I will say if I, I almost always take, <laughs> I am the one who always takes cartographer's tools if I have to pick an artist's tool on a character because I like it. Yeah. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? The, I'm going to go with the completely weird, this is, the, this is where the fable bullshit happens with her. She's proficient with calligrapher's tools. And like, it's for writing out fine elven script, right? Yeah. Like, or fine, fine sylvan script. And, uh, it's um people are surprised like it's that one thing that doesn't fit with the external is that she can do this this really lovely um uh so uh, um stylized writing i think that's really fun too because i've done that before with somebody who we built where you give them uh calligraphy and i think mm -hmm. it's just like a fun like oh yeah also i draw pretty yeah the only, the only, the only other thought I'm having is that I wanted her to know Sylvan for this background, and the and the folk hero does not come with an extra language. Oh, really? Yeah, it's one of the few. Most of them come with one. Yeah. But you know what? Everything that fits this barbarian doesn't. Like Outlander doesn't come with it, unless I were to go with the Feylost, which she's definitely not Feylost. She knows where she's from. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna live with her not knowing how to speak Sylvan. It was not important to her. Calligraphers' tools, and then they have the rustic hospitality background. You can usually find someone to put you up to rest or hide on your travels. It's this wandering barbarian in the Feyloss in the Feywild. That'll be handy. Yeah. What about your? Did are you going with the typical? entertainer or you got something spiky nope. and aggressive for this guy spiky and aggressive um i went with knight nice which means i get retainers <laughs> which means my retainers are going to be motherfucking hummingbirds <laughs> that's what we're going to do uh dice set because i don't think they could carry a deck of cards uh gave them celestial and elvish for no real reason mm -hmm. uh and that was pretty much it on the background oh uh i named him pop like snap crackle and pop does he have two brothers yeah i think so also, I included the exclamation point. His name is Pop with an exclamation point. His name is Pop with an exclamation point. I'm currently Googling flowers that look like fire. Flowers that look like fire? Yeah, I'm looking for a species because I want, 
I, I, that I'm leaning in with this. This is like the the fae kind of like plant life, like sylvan environment, and the summer summer Aladdin rage. Although maybe okay, so maybe there is something called the flame lily. I'm actually looking up to make sure it's real. Found a photo. It is poisonous. <laughs> yeah, that seems right. It's probably beautiful, wow. but also will kill you. How, oh, by the way, listeners, gentle listeners, go look up the flame lily. This is a, I am not a flower person. This thing is gorgeous. However, it is, this plant is poisonous, toxic enough to cause human and animal fatalities if ingested. It has been used to commit murder, to achieve suicide, to kill animals. Every plant of this, every part of this plant is poisonous. Yeah, I'm just going to call her flame lily. Oh, perfect. One word. I had thought, and I always, I've, I've got this love for wandering heroes in the Feywild. I, I usually like to have like so-and-so of the such and such. Yep. You know, like I, I've got a, I had an NPC that was a, a knight errant of the Seelie Court, whose name was um, Doran of the Green Marches. And I said that name to the players and they're like, we want to know more about him. I want to know how to become a knight errant. And I want to know where the green marshes are. And I'm like, thank you for helping me do some world building. Like, this is great. <laughs> so, and ever since then, I've been like, I really love to do so-and-so of the such and such, but I think she's flame Lily and I will come up with an of the later on. Like, I don't okay. think she's going to have a surname, but she'll be flame Lily of the such and such places or something, you know, of the, of, of the, of the molten hills. I mean, that does sound good. I'm throwing that in there just so I don't forget it. Um, I'm going to give this little badass a long sword. <laughs> is it bigger than he is? I, I think probably definitely has to wear it on his back mm-hmm. like between the, 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 the wings. Mm-hmm. Um, an inter- uh, oh, I don't, yeah, that's fine. Cause I don't want to do a diplomat's pack. So I'll do an entertainer's pack because mm-hmm. that does come with some good stuff. Like a disguise kit and some costumes. Um, gives you yet another musical instrument. And I don't need, no bard needs, I think I'm up to four now, five. It's too There's many. There's just too many. <laughs> so I gave him a liar. Whatever. I don't care. He's going to forget it somewhere. He's going to forget it in a bar. He's going to leave the liar and leave it in a bar. Just so you don't have to have it in your inventory. Correct. That is a player that is a player meta decision to make his character's life easier. Because I don't like imagining my character with like 15 straps around him. Mm-hmm. Set a fine close it, close a signet ring, which I imagine is just like maybe like a blade of grass that's been woven very yeah. delicately. Scroll of pedigree and 25 gold. Um, I, man, it's so funny because I can get a little obsessive about equipment for a lot of characters, but barbarians, man, when you get to the bar, when you get to the page for your equipment, a great axe or any martial weapons, again, I want to go against elf type and go with the axe instead of like going with a long sword or a great sword. Like you would think, okay, elf barbarian, probably using a long, using a great sword two-handed or something like that, but, uh-huh. um, two hand axes or a simple weapon. Um, 
I don't think there's any simple weapon that she would use other than two hand axes. Yeah, I like she's going to hand axe thing. Two hand right? axes. So she's got a great axe, two hand axes in case she decides to fight two handed. Um, explorer's pack and four javelins, so she can throw stuff if she needs to. Um, calligrapher's supplies, and then I don't know where these ones come from, but a shovel and iron pot. Oh, these are from uh, Folk Hero. A shovel, an iron pot, yeah. a set of common clothes, and a pouch with 10 gold pieces. Um, very simple setup. And I'm just picturing Flame Lily as a wandering, just a wandering low-level hero in the Feywild somewhere. Maybe she wanders into the Prime Material Plane by accident. And just exactly the opposite of what you did. If you hear somebody named after a flower who is an elf, are you going to expect this to walk through the door probably not right <laughs> i do i do like that that doesn't match up with the whole like you know like a mandalorian coming into the bar aspect mm -hmm. i mean this actually maybe even she at some point finds a helmet to hide her ears yes so that people don't see like it because i'm not going to go with the oh she looks you know all scarred up and everything no she actually looks like an elf she's just real tall and real strong and just not what you'd expect from from an elf at all um it just breaks that sort of expectations i love that and i feel like maybe she walks into the same bar that pop is in i speak <laughs> elvish so there you go they can... <laughs> yeah pop definitely like hangs out at regular folk-sized bars doesn't like seek out fairy hangouts mm -hmm. definitely just chills with whoever does not care I, once again we've accidentally come up with a theme that where they work together they might not be friends but they might live in the same environment yeah you know yeah this could definitely be fun i could see this hmm. like a one-shot one-shot buddy cop thing yeah and a bard, a bard and a barbarian fill in each other's weaknesses pretty well. Although he's built for, he's built, he's built to be a pain in the ass. Your bard sure is. He's not, he's not built for, he's not built for crowd control. No. Nope. <laughs> Anything else? No, I think, uh, I think she's good to go. I think we cruised through these guys. Yeah, I, you know, and once again, this is something I would actually play. Me too. I actually, I think I would have fun with this. Like, I've yet I to would... play a fairy like in an actual game, so I think this would be fun. Would you? Okay, serious question from a D from your someone who DMs for you fairly often. Would you do like a little tiny fairy voice? Like, would you try to send me? Would you make him sound small, or would he just sound? Would he sound like Joe Pesci or something? Like, no. what, what... <laughs> I don't think I would make him sound small. Uh I think I I think maybe I would play it higher or like a softer voice mm -hmm. regardless of how i want the character to be but almost in a way where like um boy who's a good example of this you know almost in a way how like a lot of anime characters kind of go a little bit higher and a little mm. bit further back in the head. Yeah. I, I, I think that's where I could see this guy going. 
you know, because I don't want to do like the joke's funny to have. Uh, I think it's a bug's life or whatever where there's a ladybug and it's mm. like a gruff guy from New York City. <laughs> like, I get the joke, I think it's funny, but also mm, kind of done. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, I get like the Tinkerbell aspect too, where it's like a little, but. Uh, number one i would find that annoying and i wouldn't want to do it for that long i don't like doing those voices Mm. um i also think it's a little bit stereotypical on the other spectrum yeah i it's funny because like you would think like on the on the same end of the spectrum playing a barbarian you expect them to be kind of dim-witted and like this would just if if you didn't hear this if you didn't hear flame lily (laughs) if you didn't see her before you heard her you would just hear an elven voice across the room and it's just and then like oh wait a minute that's not that is not the problem i was expecting to deal with today yep oh no like <laughs> that's actually what i would want it, it, when the bar fight breaks out it's like oh, oh oh no she just stood up and and she has an axe like this is this is the, i've made it made a bit a bad choice i made a bad choice you know the both of these kind of seem in the vein of like almost like a fern gully situation yeah. especially it's... for my my fairy but yeah I want to run a whole campaign in the Feywild. I started one and then stuff got sidetracked. We were having a hard time getting everybody in the same room at the same time. And it's fun to run them as a DM because it's like nonsense. You're it's a cartoon, but it can yeah. be, it can be very, it, you can make it as scary or as silly as you want to. Like I love fake campaigns um, because there's always that fairy tale edge of absolute terror. Yep. To go alongside um, the, the the fields of dandelion lollipops and candy cane roads, and then suddenly, and then there's the hag hut where she's cooking children. Like it's yeah, because it's the Feywild is mm-hmm. weird by definition. By definition, it is actually, very weird. The, the difference between running a an infernal campaign where you're you get your characters actually in hell versus in the Feywild is that you know what you're getting yourself into when you go to Avernus. You do not know what you're getting yourself into in any situation when you go to the Feywild. That's right. So, Okay, um, cool. All right, I think we're good. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, you can find us at charactersinclass.com or at podcast on all the social medias. You can find me at colincarlton.com or at colincarltonvo on all those same social media platforms. You can find me at MatthewPhillion.com, Matt Fillion on Twitter and Instagram. I think I'm Matthew Fillion on TikTok. I'm not there that much, but if you go and bug me there, I will actually answer because I need the motivation. Um, you, you should uniform your, that was the best thing I've ever done. I couldn't get, wise. I couldn't get, I couldn't, I couldn't change one of them. One of them I'm stuck with. I forget oh. which one it is, but um and did we did we mention Raven Folly? Yes. No, we did not. I'm I'm getting yelled at in the background by the cat who saved. Waited. She politely waited till the end of the episode to interrupt us. Raven oh, Folly Institute, our sister public, our sister podcast, our actual play, the Sanguine Moors of Bathamir, uh, campaign one of Gothic horror. Uh, you can find us on all of the usual podcasting apps where you can find this show, and you can find us at RavenFollyInstitute.com, or you can find us at Raven Folly on twitter um come check it out we're telling a fun story fun creepy funny profound at times story over there so come check it out yep 
All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, subliminally, I'm going to tell you to leave a review for the show. Just leave a review for the show. Leave a review for the show. Leave a review for the show. That's it. Have a great night. <laughs>